This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omnia Al Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. It is the beginning of a brand new week, and Hani and I are so excited to share with you all of the tech developments that have happened over the weekend. And we hope that you are staying home and staying safe just like we are. Since at the end of the day, this is Future Talk Home Edition. Hani and I are coming to you from the comfort of our own home to make sure that you are also being entertained during your quarantine period. In the UAE, learning from a distance has definitely been a very big load on every parent's shoulder. And this is exactly why UAE school groups are launching live counseling session for all the parents out there who are working very hard to help balance between taking care of their children working from home but also teaching them from home around the world two giant tech rivals are teaming up to help against the fight of COVID-19 Apple and Google are working to alert users if they were in contact with an infected person and this is all going to be coming in through an application that Hani is going to be telling you more about in other news, if you have a smartwatch, you might just want to tune in to our Tech This Out segment because I found out one of the most eye-opening facts about how dirty smartwatches can be. Hanny surprised us with how dirty our smartphones can be. But this one, let me tell you, this study tops it off because I never knew a smartwatch could hold this many germs. We are also going to be talking about an application that has been launched right here in the UAE that is making use of Bluetooth technology. It can alert you if you have been in contact with any suspected case of COVID-19. So many stories to discuss and I know everyone is waiting to know what is this application right here in the UAE. To find out about all this and more, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, schools in the UAE will launch a live counseling session for parents. Now, that's very weird and odd to hear. As we know, distance learning is for the students. But a UAE school group has launched a virtual counseling platform for parents who are struggling to handle distance learning. Now, from next week, Dubai British School which is located in Jumeirah Park, will host weekly video calls for parents to discuss issues with their children's home classes. Now, the live sessions will allow participants to pose questions to support staff at the school. Now, the program will focus on mental health and well-being, and parents will actually get tips on how to keep children engaged in their learning. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great initiative which is launched by Ta'lim, which does have 13 campuses 
across the Emirates. Now, Brendan Fulton, who is an executive principal at Dubai British School, which I just said is located in Jumeirah Park, did say it planned to phase the initiative into other schools in the coming weeks. However, some parents had reached out to say that they were struggling with a number of issues. Now, one of these issues uh, were included keeping their children motivated, managing general anxieties over the lockdown situation, as well as issues related to children feeling the distance between friends and teachers. Now, this is great because when you're in a group and when you have uh, more than one person who kind of share their same problems, it kind of reduces the stress and anxiety that you would face if you were alone. And it's it's been stated millions and millions of times that sharing problems in a group setting can often relieve anxiety. And I believe that is a great initiative. Now, online classes will continue until the end of the current academic year. So we do need to kind of get more information on uh, on distance learning and not just for the students but for the parents as well so that is a great initiative by the schools in dubai and hats off to them i mean this is great i mean because as i have mentioned before uh, a couple of days ago a couple of last week actually how uh, some people are, are are facing anxiety and a lot of students are facing anxiety and so parents need to know how to battle not only their own anxiety but their children's anxiety as well so hats off to all the schools across the Emirates that are jumping on this initiative and hats off to the parents who care about their children so much that they're willing to go into a group session with other parents to tackle these problems. But speaking about teaming up and groups, Apple and Google are teaming up on a contact tracing technology to help contain COVID-19. Now, Apple and Google will team up on technology intended to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by warning users if they have been near a infected person. Now, this is a rare partnership between Apple and Google as they are tech rivals. The companies will introduce a contact tracing technology that will allow smartphone users, whether on the iOS and Android platforms, to opt into the system. Now, what's going to happen is that users will get an alert uh, if they have been exposed to a person who did test positive for COVID-19 and will receive information on their phones from health authorities on what to do next. And Apple and Google said, all of us at Apple and Google believe there has never been an important moment to work together to solve one of the world's most pressing problems. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I've been talking about. Putting our hand in hand together, uh, no matter rivals, enemies, we need to put our hand in ha- our hand in hand together to battle the corona virus. Now, the technology does have the potential to reach a huge number of the world's population, and that is if users agree to opt into the system. Obviously, you have to agree to the terms and conditions to opt into the system. Now, between them, Apple's iOS and Google's Android platforms have around 3 billion users, about one-third of the world's population, and governments are scrambling to contain the spread of the deadly virus through contact tracing, which is a process in which health officials go to people who are in recent contact with an infected person and ask them to be tested or even quarantined, and by adopting technology that can speed up the process, is going to make everything, everything much, much easier. 
Now, uh, unfortunately, this fast-spreading virus has infected around 1.7 million people globally and has killed over about 100,000 people. Now, that is a shame, but hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to get through this pandemic and uh, everything is going to go back to normal. But you do need to do your part and stay home as uh, I am doing Future Talk Home Edition from the comfort of my own home. But now we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, Omni is going to be telling you about something, uh, a gadget or a wearable that you wear every day that may be 30 times dirtier than a toilet seat. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. You're You're listening listening to to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Confession time. I need a confession from all of you guys. How many times do you clean your smartwatch? Or do you even clean them at all? Because I definitely did not up until this point. Ah, to be fair, I did after working out, but not as regularly as I should have been. Slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio and let me know, do you clean your smartwatch? Because I'm going to be telling you about one of the most eye-opening facts that I have ever read up until this point. Hani, a few weeks ago, shocked me by telling me that our cell phones are dirtier than a toilet seat. Today, I'm coming to tell you that your smartwatch has 30 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. Yeah, you heard it right. If smartphones were 10 times or had 10 times more bacteria than a toilet seat, smartwatches are even worse. And honestly, it makes sense. We don't give a second thought to where our cell phones and smartwatches go. From the grocery trip to the dinner table to the doctor's office, these gadgets have seen it all. And at a time where cleanliness has never felt more important, researchers are trying to conduct different studies to find out the dirtiest piece of household tech, also known as gadgets. So this study that um, I'm sharing the information of actually swabbed smartphones, keyboards, smartwatches, and video game controllers. So researchers were looking for a bacteria that is typically found in the digestive tract, but also can be found in wastes. Um, They were also looking for bacteria that causes skin infections, boils, abscesses, food poisoning. And since our gadgets tend to have a huge importance in our daily lives, specifically more or less now because we're working from home, we're studying from home, home is home, it makes it a lot more important than ever to regularly clean our devices. So um, what's interesting about this study is that it just it highlights how dirty our everyday technology can get. In most cases, such germs are completely invisible to the naked eye, but that does not mean that they cannot be harmful. So looking at the smartwatches, the biggest shock was the smartwatches. They are 30 times more dirty than a toilet seat. Smartphones proved to be the second dirtiest devices, being 15 times more contaminated than a toilet seat. Keyboards were definitely the only item that showed a clear presence of all bacteria types. So every bacteria that I just discussed to you, yep, it was found on the keyboard. But it's not as dangerous as the smartphone or the smartwatch could be. So it's definitely very important to clean up your gadgets on a day-to-day basis. Um, Another lucky statistics for our gamers today is that controllers were found to have only very low levels of bacteria. However, there is still a considerable number of other bacteria that were found on 
controllers or gaming controllers that are usually found on a typical toilet seat. That also means that gamers have to keep their controllers clean, especially that now people are gaming 24-7. Smartwatch owners are advised to regularly clean both their watch face and the strap. So if you have an Apple Watch, we all know that it comes with multiple straps or you can buy many straps for it. Same case with many other uh, fitness trackers um, so it's very important to clean both the face of the watch and the strap especially if you're using this technology to track you know your fitness your calories during your home workouts um, or when running and we use them while cooking we use them while taking care of the kids around the house so they're definitely going to many places and not being cleaned enough Taking care of your smartwatch does not have to be very complicated. Even though many stores tend to sell a lot of phone cleaning products that can also be used for your smartwatch, the best method to clean it, very inexpensive and very easy, is to turn off your device, turn off that Apple Watch, that Samsung Galaxy Watch, and clean it with a slightly damp lint-free cloth. Easiest place to find it is your sunglasses box. You'll find the cloth that is usually used to clean your sunglasses, but that can also come in very handy for cleaning your smartwatch. Put on it a little bit of warm soapy water. As long as the water does not reach any of the exposed parts of the watch, you'll be good to go. Um, and it's very shocking to see all the nasty surprises that our gadgets can be holding up close. But it's important to remember that we come into contact with these things all the time on a daily basis so let's do a little bit of a challenge i used to clean my smartwatch only once a day right after my workout but now i am gonna pledge to clean it at least three times a day once in the morning once at night and once after a workout join me on that challenge text us in at pulse 95 radio let me know did you ever clean your smartwatch and how often do you clean it coming up if you've ever struggled with not having your instagram dms be accessible on the web version of instagram you might just want to listen in to what hani has to tell you because it's definitely going to be coming in handy especially as we spend a lot of our time on social media so make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, I have good news and good news because now everyone can access their Instagram DMs on the web. Now, Instagram is making it easier for people to send direct messages from their browser. Now, the company did announce that it is rolling out access to DMs on the web to everyone globally. Now, Instagram has been testing web DMs with a small group of users since January of this year, and the experience isn't changing with the wider rollout since that test started. But Instagram has made small updates to more closely mimic DMs on the actual app itself, like including the emoji keyboard and even giving you a gallery to view your photos and videos. Now, web DMs are especially convenient for people who use Instagram all the time, just like reporters, influencers, social media managers. It is actually the easiest way to communicate privately on Instagram. Now, especially if someone is trying to respond to possibly hundreds of messages a day, even for non-power users, typing on a laptop keyboard is easier than typing on their phone screen. So they might actually want to be more uh, to chat over the Instagram DM 
if they can access their inbox through a browser. Now, bringing DMs to the web does fit with Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg's broader, broader vision for the company's future. Now, uh, Zuckerberg did say in an announcement uh, around last year in spring that private messaging groups and stories were three were the three fasting growing areas of online communication. And the company did announce a year ago that it would shift towards becoming a privacy focused communications platform with a focus on encryption. And he also did say he eventually wants to allow Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram, which is all th all three are owned by uh, Facebook to, to message each other regardless of the platform they're using. Now that browser could potentially play an important role in making this system work, but it will only give users even more flexibility about where they have their conversation. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna have soon enough, you're gonna have WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram, you can all communicate through them with different platforms. So basically, I can message you on WhatsApp and you'll get that DM on Instagram, something around those lines. They haven't actually went into the, the, the specifics so far, but I really do like this initiative, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of people who manage social media, they do do their work on the computer so uh, to reply to a dm using the phone is kind of inefficient in a way let's say for example you're creating something on uh, photoshop right and you get an instagram dm you have to open up your phone and you have to then reply back on your phone then go back to doing your work now a lot of social media managers use their, their computer because that's where they create content so this is a great initiative by facebook and by instagram which is owned by facebook and uh, i do like it because now I feel like uh, social media apps which were mainly focused on the phone need to kind of come back to the desktop, to the computers, to the laptops. They kind of need to come back to that because I feel like sometimes what we're missing nowadays is MSN. You guys remember that? Uh, uh, MSN Messenger, AIM. Those were the good old days back in 2006, 2007. Uh, going on your laptop and typing on your keyboard. I mean, that's how I learned to type, ladies and gentlemen. Messaging my friends right as soon as I came back from school. But dude, uh, message us on Instagram at Pulse95Radio and let me know if you did experience messaging through MSN or AIM or even let's go all the way back to, uh, to I believe it was... Uh, uh, I forgot the name. Could you believe it or not? Well, that was one of it's a super. I think it was called ICU something around the or around those corners. And uh, yeah, just like I said, at Pulse ninety five radio on Instagram, do message us and maybe I'll reply through. I'll reply to you through the browser or even you'll message us through the browser. So do test that uh, feature out. But we're going to be taking a short break, and when we come back, we're not done with the apps yet because Omni is going to be telling us all about. AUAE app. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Do you want to feel like you are contributing to the fight against COVID-19? Because I know I do. And sometimes reading the news can definitely make us feel a little bit helpless, like we have no control over the spread of this virus. But with technology, more specifically with the Bluetooth technology, everything is possible. And it's all becoming possible through this application that the UAE authorities have launched. It's called Trace COVID, T-R-A-C-E. C-O-V-I-D. So Trace COVID, one word. And this application is absolutely phenomenal because it can help authorities contact and trace down 
people that have come into close contact with patients that have tested positive for COVID-19. So this application will allow us as users to detect other smartphone devices that have also installed the same application. Let's say I meet up with Hani at the grocery store. So our phone, and we both have this app downloaded, our phones will communicate with each other um, through a certain chip or a certain feature called the secure tracing identifier. So this will be exchanged through the application and will be stored on each of our phones. And this way, this STI, the secure tracing identifier, will contain all the records of people that you have come into close contact with. So if you, God forbid, got infected with coronavirus, the authorities will be able to check the STI list and find out who you have been in contact with. And this application will also help authorities to act much faster when it comes to contact tracing, since this has been the most important part of this fight finding out who every patient came into contact with and making sure that they are being uh, quarantined for 14 days. So this is going to give them a direct record of who you have come into contact with. And it's all becoming possible because of the Bluetooth wireless technology. It's exchanging data over very short distances. And this way, once the application detects another device that has the Trace COVID application installed on it, both devices will exchange information and store it locally. So this way, all you'll really have to do is download the application, turn on your Bluetooth and you are good to go. Now, the most important part is to know that our privacy is not being compromised. So this application is not going to collect any personal information that you do not want to have shared. It's only going to be collecting the anonymous data of who you have come into contact with. This application can be downloaded on the iOS and Android devices and is available on the App Store or on the Google Play Store. Uh, downloading it is very easy. I tried it out myself. All you need to do is download the app, register your cell phone number they'll send you an otp or a one-time password that you will enter and that's it you are becoming one of the fighters against covid19 and you are literally doing nothing but turning on your bluetooth so the most important part is to keep your bluetooth turned on uh, to make sure that whoever you're coming into contact with your phones are exchanging uh, information of uh, each other a big question is, will keeping Bluetooth on all the time drain my phone battery quickly? Well, turning off Bluetooth typically saves a very small amount of power, almost negligible. So unlike using the Bluetooth uh, technology to stream music to you know, your wireless headphone continuously, this application is only using Bluetooth to transmit where you are at the moment. So it's a very minimal amount of battery. So you can be rest assured that having it turned on will not drain the battery significantly, but will definitely help you feel a lot more in control of the situation. COVID-19 is not here to stay. It is gonna become a part of our history, but it is gonna be amazing to get to look back and know that we were part of that fight against it, that we took part of it and that we did not help it spread. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be returning tomorrow, same time from 2 to 3 p.m. If you've missed any of our shows or would like to catch up to any of our previous conversations you can find us on apple podcast and soundcloud on future talk 
five. But I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of the dream team, Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah, who are going to be giving you the latest updates on what Netflix shows should you be tuning into. Last weekend, I challenged all of you to call up a friend over a Zoom call, a video call and catch up with them. And I even challenged myself and I'm happy to say that I did that challenge. But for today, my challenge for all of you is to go ahead and try and take a virtual cooking lesson. I know it sounds random, but trust me, nothing feels better than baking or cooking something from scratch. Something that you never knew how to make before. And the best part about it is there are so many online classes that you can take and so many live sessions that are taking place on different social media platforms that will make that a lot easier and a lot more accessible to find instructions over. I'm challenging myself to make some banana bread because I did some last weekend and I definitely loved doing it. So let me know what you are going to be baking or cooking today. But make sure you're doing that while Pulse95 is on because our shows are continuing throughout the day. However, the Future Talk team will see you tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and take care. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.